Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Thursday, March 10th, 2022. Stand up for your country. Honest discourse. Remember that? Remember then when that was admired in America? It wasn't so long ago. When I started the O'Reilly Factor in 1996, we had some honest discourse for most of the 20-year-plus run of that program because I wouldn't permit charlatans uh, to come on the air unless I wanted to beat the living you-know-what out of them, which occasionally I did uh, to show you how dishonest they were. But now we live in a country where dishonesty is celebrated and it's at the highest level. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. So Putin and Saddam Hussein are pretty much the same guy. Um, Saddam Hussein, you may remember, invaded Kuwait his soldiers raped more than 5,000 women in Kuwait, brutalized the country, murdered people. And Putin, of course, is doing what Putin always does in Ukraine. And so they're the same guy. But remember back in the uh, war to remove Saddam Hussein, how vehemently the left opposed George W. Bush. Okay, now... The situations are not identical as far as the Iraq war is concerned. 2003, that started, and the Iranian, Iranian, the uh, Ukrainian conflict. They're not the same, and I'll, I'll go and I'll explain the differences. But the mentality on the left is very instructive, and that is the talking points memo this evening. Okay, so March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, 2003, President Bush the Younger uh, issued an ultimatum to Saddam to get out. He wouldn't. March 20th, the war began. Okay. It began because the New York Times put on page one that Saddam had weapons of mass destruction, which he would give to terrorists. You'll remember that. It was backed up by Secretary of State Colin Powell. That is why I, your humble correspondent, agreed with going into Iraq to remove Saddam Hussein. Remember, he wouldn't allow the U.N. weapons inspectors in. And then the New York Times' Judith Miller was the reporter, splattered on the front page. He's got weapons of mass destruction. And then Colin Powell. Okay, so I'm a fair man. I'm listening to both. I'm reading first. I know the New York Times, a liberal paper, they're saying it and Colin Powell saying it. Okay can't allow Saddam to have weapons of mass destruction because that puts everybody in danger, especially after 9-11. All right. Now we have Putin basically going into a sovereign nation and killing people. That's what he's doing. Now he can rationalize it any way he wants, but that's what he's doing. So it's worse than what Saddam did, because weapons of mass destruction turned out not to be true. Okay? Um, now, I'm going to run you some sound bites. The most high-profile liberal in this country is Nancy Pelosi. First, her take on the removal of Saddam. Second, her take today. The president has spoken in his speech the other night. He talked about rebuilding Iraq's economy after our invasion. 
We have problems with our own economy. We must focus on building our own economy before we worry about Iraq's economy after we invade Iraq. So it, again, I want to salute the president. He, working with our allies, uh, present, uh, are presenting a united front against Putin. Okay, so we have trouble with our economy now, right? Right, Miss Speaker, Madam Speaker, just as we had in 2003, we have worse problems now. But you're all in for Joe Biden, but you were condemning President Bush. That makes sense to you? Does it? If it does, please explain it to me. Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. All right. And, and don't give me outcomes because Pelosi didn't know the outcome of the Iraq war when she said those things and opposed removing Saddam. But now she's go get him, Joe Biden. Economy's worse now than it was then. Okay. Give you some uh, three other examples which are, are pretty instructive. Sean Penn, big liberal. Everybody knows the actor. He's a big liberal. Okay, so uh, here's what he said for the Iraq war. Quote, yet now here we are, just five short years have passed, and the same flag that took me so long to love, respect, and protect threatens to become a haunting banner of murder, greed, and treason against our principles, honored history, constitution, and our own mothers and fathers to become a vulgar billboard advertising our disloyalty to ourselves and our allies. That was on May 30th, 2003. Okay? Condemn, condemn, condemn. Not now. Put it on up there. February 26th, Sean Penn, quote, I believe Mr. Putin will have made a most horrible mistake for all of humankind. President Zelensky and the Ukrainian people have risen as historic symbols of courage and principle. Okay, so the fighting is all right now, but it wasn't back then for Sean Penn. Rob Reiner, you know him. Hugh Uber, left-wing director, uh, used to be a TV actor, full screen, about Iraq. Quote, I used to make a joke, haven't they seen Lawrence of Arabia? If they had, they would have known that removing Saddam Hussein would unleash a 1,400-year-old sectarian war. Okay. Now, today, Rob Reiner, quote, children are being slaughtered, innocent people are dying. President Biden said the 2020 campaign was a battle for the soul of the nation. Now we are in a battle for the soul of the world. We must do whatever it takes to allow democracy to survive. Rob Reiner didn't care about the uh, people being abused in Kuwait or the Iraqi people who Saddam was running roughshod over. No. Somehow the Ukrainian people are different than the Iraqi people. Don't know. Our pal Stephen King, the author, um, this is in 2008. I live in a National Guard town. I support our troops, but I don't support either the war, the Iraq war, or educational policies that limit the options of young men and women to any one career, military or otherwise. But now Stephen King is a warrior over Ukraine. All right, as we said on February 23rd. What most of us learn as kids on a playground, you don't stand by while a big kid beats up a little kid. You might take a punch or two, making the big kid stop, but that's the right thing to do. So it wasn't the right thing to do to punch Saddam, but it was to punch Putin. Okay, now, why I'm doing this is to show you that honor, H-O-N-O-R, 
is becoming an endangered word in America. So all of these people, Pelosi, Penn, Reiner, King, driven by ideology, not honest evaluations of a situation. Bush, Cheney hated Republicans. Biden, Harris loved Democrats. That's what it's all about. It's nothing to do with geopolitics or anything else. This ideological madness, both on the left and the right, you see it on the right. It's madness. It's really been corrosive to our entire country. Okay, and then we inject race. So did you know that there's race involved in the Ukraine situation? I didn't know that. But thank God we have Joy Reid to remind us. Go. The coverage of Ukraine has revealed a pretty radical disparity in how human Ukrainians look and feel to Western media compared to their browner and blacker counterparts, with some reporters using very telling comparisons in their analyses of the war. Oh, that's right. (laughs) It's all about skin color. Insanity. And And I mean that word literally. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers? I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. All right, President Biden, what he did today, I talked to Erdogan, the uh, Turkish dictator. I say dictator because there's not real freedom in that country. So Erdogan wants uh, U.S. planes, and uh, he's trying to convince Biden to send over a whole bunch of... uh, high-tech aircraft. Biden doesn't really want to do it. But Erdogan held a uh, peace session between Ukrainian reps and Russian reps yesterday. So Putin called him at 10 a.m. to discuss that. And, um, you know, Erdogan, not a great ally for us. Brutal guy. At the middle of the day, um, Biden met with the president of Colombia, South America, Celebrate 200 years of goodwill or something. And tonight, uh, Biden delivers remarks at National Democratic Committee. That's what he did. So at least he did something today. He usually doesn't do anything, but today he did something. Okay. Biden resume. Now, this is an interesting story. So I told some high-level people at lunch today. I do deal sometimes with high-level people. These are radio guys. And our radio um, show... Uh, the O'Reilly Update, about 300 stations. This is a big ticket now. 
Um, and so we were discussing it, and I said to them, and it was surprised that the Democratic Party does not want Joe Biden to run for re-election. The big shots, the big kahunas, as they say in Hawaii, they don't want him, and they don't want Harris, because they know this is a loser here. Okay, now not many people know that, but I do. So I am predicting right now Biden never going to run for re-election. So one of the reasons is that the inflation rate came out today, and it was 8% in February before, that data was before, Putin invaded. So 8% inflation. Now, that means everything that we buy in the United States is, costs more under Biden. So on a look-back basis, at the same time last year, right after Trump lost, uh, lost and left office, Okay, inflation 1.7%. 1.7% to 8. No Putin. Biden. That's on his resume. But you'll never hear that from the corrupt corporate media. And it's so simple. 1.7 when Trump left, 8% after a year and a few weeks of Biden. That's what it is. There's no wiggle room here, but they'll blame Putin. That's what they're going to do. Vice President Harris in Poland today. Now, I am not looking to denigrate uh, Ms. Harris, as some on the right are. I'm not looking to do that. When she screws up and does something foolish, I will absolutely report it. Do I think she is uh, competent in her role as vice president? I do not. Uh, loud and clear. If you saw our interview uh, with the California senator earlier this week, I asked, did Kamala Harris, while she was attorney general of California, do one thing that helped the state? Couldn't come up with anything. Nothing. Okay, so she's over there in Poland speaking with uh, the Polish president, Duda, and here's what she said. Go. I am here in Poland as an expression of the enduring and important relationship between the United States and Poland that again has been long-standing, but in particular on the issue of Ukraine, is unified and is clear. We will do everything together in partnership. Okay, that's fine. Um, we had a sender over there to show the Polish people and NATO allies that, you know, we're engaged. It's like, it's like Biden going to Fort Worth, Texas for no reason at all, just to show people he's robust. Same thing. But I don't have any beef with her being over there um, unless she screws up. Now, here's something interesting. She's going to meet with uh, little Justin Trudeau, the Canadian prime minister. I wonder if they'll both mask up. She's meeting over there with Poland. He's over there, little Justin because they don't want him in Canada, so he went to Poland. <laughs> Cheap shot, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, tomorrow, uh, she goes to Romania to meet President Johannes. Nobody knows much about Romania, I do. I spent some time there. Um, and she's gonna do the same thing that she did in Poland, which is, again, fine, unless she does something ridiculous. And if she does, I'll report it. Now, here's a really, really interesting story, 
Okay? So if you have watched the No Spin News and listened to it on the radio this week, you know we have proven beyond any doubt that the rise in gasoline prices in the USA is mostly on Joe Biden. Okay? The circumstances were the same for Biden and for Trump. COVID, not many people working, okay? All of that. Yet Trump kept the gallon of gas at $2.50. It rose a buck under Biden in 13 months. A dollar. No Putin. Again, no Putin. Why? Because Biden attacked the fossil fuel industry and the industry itself pulled back because it knew all the regulations and all the hoops it had to jump through to market, to harvest oil, wasn't going to make them a lot of money because Biden was going to try to prevent that. That's why it happened. Everybody knows that. Okay. So the New York Times, I should say everybody knows it. The New York Times does not know it. They deny it against every fact. So the reporter is Linda Q. She's a fact checker. Okay, and Linda puts out on page one, Q is spelled Q-I-U. Okay, full screen it. I'll read it to you. While Republican lawmakers supported the Russian ban on oil, they asserted that the pain at the pump long preceded the war in Ukraine. Gas price hikes, they said, were the result of Mr. Putin's cancellation of Keystone Pipeline, the temporary halt on new drilling leases on public lands, the surrendering of energy independence, all incorrect assertions. These claims are misleading. The primary reason for rising gas prices over the past year is the coronavirus pandemic and the disruptions to global supply and demand. Hey, Linda, Trump had the same card, the same thing. Yet we didn't have a decline in oil production last year under Trump. It's the same thing, Linda. Now, New York Times obviously knows that, and Linda does what she's told. So why is the New York Times putting that on page one? Ranked propaganda, blatantly dishonest. Why? Two reasons. First, to prop up Joe Biden, who's getting hammered. But second, and most importantly, the New York Times knows the climate change warriors are on the run. The number one issue for the New York Times is climate change and changing America's capitalistic system into a quasi-social economic system under the guise of improving the planet climate-wise. That is their top issue. So they're giving cover here, or trying to, it's not going to work, to the climate change warriors who've been set back 10 years. 10 years. Because 80% of the American public, according to the polls, they want more drilling now. They want more oil harvested now. John Kerry can't go out of his house. Whenever he opens his mouth, he's mocked. All right. Simple question. 
You want to throw in your energy, your gas in your car, your home heat and air conditioning with John Kerry? Yes or no? I think I'm hearing no's everywhere. So the New York Times understands that climate change, the whole industry, and it is an industry, is now collapsing because of high gas prices and heating oil prices and air conditioning prices in the USA. They know that. And they're trying to say, oh, no, it's not Biden and the climate change people. Putin is Putin did it all. Putin, Putin, Putin. That's what you're trying to do here. Now, some people will buy it. They absolutely will buy it. And the signal that descends to ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, the four liberal uh, corporate networks, is this is the playbook. The New York Times sets the liberal playbook. So if you tune in to those news agencies, and I don't know why you would, they're not telling you the truth, you'll hear this. Putin. All Putin's fault. And we still have to have climate change legislation. So again, I'll reiterate, 20% of America's entire fuel portfolio is alternative energy. I wish it were 80%. I do. I want a cleaner planet. I have no allegiance to oil and fossil fuel at all. None. I want the cleanest energy possible for the earth. But it's not here, and it's not going to be here for 15, 20 years. Maybe it'll go up every year. I hope it does. So it's now 20. Maybe it'll go to 30 in five years, 40 in 10 years, whatever it may be. And I want the government to participate with private industry and try to develop these technologies. I want that. And I bet you you do, too. Would you rather have a sooty, coal air, or would you rather have just pristine, clean air? I'd rather have the pristine clean air, but you don't destroy your economy on a dream. 20%, that's it. The other 80 has to come from fossil fuels. But Biden goes in with a hammer to placate the New York Times and the climate change warriors. What a disaster for him and for the country. Okay, another climate change guy, big climate change guy. Governor Newsom of California. Here's what he said in January of this year. Go. Well, we're doing more than any other subnational has done in, in human history. I mean, the idea that one state, just a state of California is investing over a two-year period, $37 billion, $36.7 billion to address climate change in every way, shape, or form uh, is a demonstrable example of this state's willingness to confront this challenge head on. Yeah, right. Now, I have a question. Do you think Newsom's using petroleum products in his hair? I, I do. I, I do. <laughs> so. So now that was Newsom just a month and a half ago. Climate change, billions of dollars in California. Uh, 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 now, in six weeks, the average price of a gallon of gas in California is $5.70. Workers can't afford it. So now, what is Newsom proposing? Government subsidies from Sacramento to help people buy more gas, 
more oil. So now, instead of the climate change warrior, wind, solar, all of that, you know, now it's we're going to pay you to pay your gas bills. We, the government of California. You see? Do you see? I hope you do. I mean, my analysis is basically I want an honest country. We don't have one. And in addition, we have incompetency in the executive branch. Joe Biden can't run this country. And Newsom doesn't know what the, what the deuce he's doing in California. You know, why do you have the highest gas prices in the, in the country, Governor Newsom? Why? It's you and your crazy apparatchniks in the California legislature. That's why. Okay. I did this story yesterday. I also did a message of the day on it. I hope you uh, read the message of the day on BillOReilly.com. You don't have to be a premium member to read it. It's there for everybody every morning. So this, this bothers me. This, this story bothers me because I used to teach high school, as many of you know. And so in the state of Florida, they passed a law that has been branded Don't Say Gay, uh, Don't Say Gay Bill. And it tells teachers you can't indoctrinate children ages five to nine about gender fluidity or any of that because the kids can't understand it. They can't process that. Seven-year-olds can't even process spaghetti. Okay, whoa, Walt Disney Corporation, no, 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 no. And again, we did it yesterday, so I'm going to update it. So Bob Chapik, or Chapik, he's the CEO. He took Iger's place. There he is. Here's Bob. He's very woke, Bob. Not woke enough to drop prices at Disney World and Disneyland so that maybe Poor families and working class families could actually go to the parks. No, he's not going to do that. But he's telling DeSantis, hey, we don't like this law, which is a good law. Um, We don't like it. Now, there's no meeting set up. I'm going to cover that meeting. We don't have a date for it. But DeSantis says he's going to give Chappick the meeting. In the meantime, here's Jen Psaki on the issue. Go a bill that would uh, discriminate against families, against kids, um, put these kids in a position of not getting the support they need um, at a time where that's exactly what they need, is discriminatory. It's uh, a form of bullying. Um, It is horrific. It's not discriminatory. It is common sense. You don't bring little kids into the gender fluidity world. You don't do that, madam. Awful. Awful. Now, she did say one thing that's true. Bullying is out of control in the nation's schools. So along with this bill that Florida is going to have, pass it to law, There should be an anti-bullying bill where every school in the state of Florida is required to teach classes 
about bullying. Okay? It's a companion law. That's what should happen. All right, so Saki, uh, she's good at what she does. She is one of the slickest dispensers of propaganda I have ever seen. Okay? She's good. So, Puck News, P-U-C-K, Hockey Puck News, I guess. They say that four corporate media outfits want to hire Jen Psaki. They want her to resign from the Minister of Propaganda and go to their propaganda newsrooms. (laughs) They are NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, an arm of NBC. I think it's true. I think Saki could make a lot of money, probably a million dollars a year, if she resigns from Biden and goes to one of these four propaganda outfits. Now, CBS, they do some good reporting, to be fair. And NBC does too, but NBC is so far left. So far left. Comcast? Oh, my God. Um, And CNN's hopeless. Even though they're going to fire everybody and start over, they're hopeless. So, Jen, I know what you're going to do. I don't know where, but I know you'll get a million, maybe more. Morgan Wallen. You know this guy, Morgan Wallen? Country music guy? There he is. Okay, a young guy, 28 years old. So he wins Country Album of the Year. Okay? Now, you'll remember that this guy had a lot of problems about a year ago. 13 months ago, where a video surfaced and he was using the N-word, okay? He was in a bar and somebody taped him. Listen, wherever you go, whatever you say, it's going to be taped, all right? Even if you're on your home phone, somebody's going to tape it, especially if they don't like you or you're famous. So anyway, a Wallen, uh, this tape comes out and he gets canceled by Big Loud Records, February 3rd, they said, no more, we're not going to do business with Morgan Wallen. But in the country music world, which is not woke, people bought more records from Morgan Wallen than they did before the controversy. Maybe it's because Wallen did apologize. Roll it. Our actions matter. Our words matter. And I just want to encourage anyone watching to please learn from my mistake. There's no reason to downplay what I did. It matters, and please know I'm carefully choosing my next steps in repair. Okay, so whether he's sorry or not, I think he is for a number of reasons. But three months later, Big Loud Records reinstates him because he's selling so many albums. So, so much for Big Loud Records, they're not going to walk away from that money. But here's the interesting part of this story. If Morgan Wallen were a rocker, and not a country music artist, Hollywood would have canceled him. He'd be toast, okay? Because the rock world is woke. The country world is not. Different audience. Now, the audience for rock music, would they rebel against Morgan Wallen? I don't know. I know the country music audience hasn't because they bought more of his product. But I don't, I don't think it's a lock that the rock people would have uh, done this, maybe. But the culture and most of the recording, rock recording is done in Los Angeles. 
Those are where the labels are. They would have booted him. That would have been it. So a very fascinating culture story with Morgan Wallen. This day in history, March 10th, 1949, Axis Sally. You ever hear that word? That name, Axis Sally, found guilty of treason in the USA, 73 years old. Mildred Gillers, okay, broadcast propaganda for Hitler during World War II. So she escaped, got back to the USA. She was in Germany, and then they arrested her, and she was convicted of treason. And she was sentenced to 60 years. She served 12. Now, she said, Mildred did, look, I had to do it because my boyfriend was being threatened by Hitler if I didn't. Jury didn't buy it. And the boyfriend, by the way, was killed on the Russian front. Okay, so Mildred got 12 years in prison. You remember Tokyo Rose? I just want to throw this in. Tokyo Rose, Iva Toguri. Okay, born in Los Angeles, but of Japanese descent, obviously. She was convicted as well. She did the propaganda, English language propaganda, for Tojo in Japan. She served six years in prison. And after she got out, Gerald Ford pardoned her in 1976. I'm not exactly sure why he did that. She was out already, but he wanted to expunge her record she died 2006, 90 years old. Okay, so Axis Sally, Tokyo Rose, both convicted of treason. Quick break, good mail segment, and then a final thought that will help your life. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call. And they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD. Two six five five three two. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, let's go to the mail. Uh, Laura on the message board. All I know is that after two years of mandates, after mandate, I'm once again confined to my home because I can't afford to go out and drive. <laughs> I feel your pain, Laura. Richard. 
I was appalled by President Biden's response yesterday in Texas. He seemed so nonchalant about rising gas prices. Uh, Dennis on the message board. Like Putin, Biden lies and the media is afraid to act. And the media is afraid to fact check him for fear of retribution. Not here. You're right about Putin. Media over there, criticize him. 250 journalists in Russia have disappeared or been murdered since Putin's been president. 250. Here, there's no retribution from the White House unless you're in the White House press corps. But they want Putin to succeed. The corporate media wants Putin to succeed. And that stems back to Trump. William Waller's Quorum, New York. Joy Reid, I heard she was complaining about the mainstream press and why it doesn't cover conflicts in Africa. Yeah, and they should mix everything into race. The reason that the press doesn't cover Africa is because it's regional. All right, the wars, and there are plenty of them there. If you read my upcoming book, Killing the Killers, we tell you about ISIS in Africa. But that's a regional. This Ukraine Putin, this is worldwide. But, you know, Joy Reid. Andy Orlovsky, Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania. Why is it okay for Russia to launch from Belarus, a country, but not any other bordering country to Ukraine? Because Belarus is controlled by Putin. That's why. And Putin wants to control all the former Soviet countries that gained independence after the Soviet Union collapsed. Richard Simmons, a Gladwin, Michigan. Looking at a map, why do MiG jets have to fly to Germany, west of Poland, and be flown back to Ukraine? I, uh, I reported this yesterday, Richard, but it's worth repeating. The Poles don't want to get into air fights with Russia. So they say, hey, we'll send planes, but we're sending them to Ramstein Air Force Base, controlled by the USA, and then you can send them to Ukraine. So the Pentagon said no. Okay, the Pentagon does not want to shoot war with Russia. Nick, Nancy Beeson, Mooresville, North Carolina. Thank you, Bill, for giving us the straight facts. If we buy oil from Venezuela, Iran, Saudi Arabia, or any other country outside the USA, does Congress have to vote on it? No. No. The administration can make its deals. Trump made hundreds of deals. Congress doesn't have to do anything unless it's a treaty. But if it's just a straight deal, we'll buy this, you buy that. No. Glenn Rich Creek, Fairfax, Virginia, is Vice President Harris the master of the clever but meaningless statement? Clever? <laughs> meaningless? I, clever? I, I haven't really heard anything clever from her. Again, if you have, bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine, but I'd like to see a clever soundbite. Paul Mancuso, Albany, New York. Bill, having read Killing Patton and given today's issues, will you understand that Patton was correct regarding... Russia was in the Soviet Union. Great read, by the way. Well, I'm glad you read Killing Patton. Yeah, uh, Patton wanted to fight Stalin, but FDR did not, and Churchill didn't want to. We were exhausted. Okay, the Allied armies were, you know, it was tough. To go after and have another two, three-year war with Stalin, it wasn't feasible then. Just the history of it. But Patton, he was up for it. Eddie Ravert, Havertown, Pennsylvania. My father and I will be in attendance at your Waukegan, Illinois show on March 31st, Bill. 
We've seen you quite a bit over the years, and most recently at the Trump O'Reilly Show. Always an informative and entertaining time. Hey, Eddie, I can't thank you enough for making the road trip with your dad to Waukegan, Illinois. Uh, it's a small theater, and we're going to have a very good time. I'll tell you things I can't say on TV and radio, uh, but I can in person. And we'll weave together a uh, survival plan for Biden. That's pretty much what the show is, how to survive Joe Biden. So we hope everybody will go. Ticketmaster has it. Genesee Theater. And this is uh, in done in conjunction to WLS Radio, our powerhouse radio station in Chicago. Okay, Killing Jesus. Let's talk a little Killing Jesus. It's Lent. And every Lent, sales of Killing Jesus have been out for years now, go up. And it's a history book about Jesus. No religion. I don't use the word Christ at all in the book because Christ means Redeemer, Messiah. Okay. All it is is the history of Jesus. But it's a great Lenten read. And even for non-Christians to find out how a stonecutter from a backwater small town could become the most famous human being in history. That's the worthiness. And then during Holy Week, you might want to watch the movie Killing Jesus. Uh, back in stock, we have the Stand Up For Your Country mugs. They're going fast. Best mugs on the planet. Great message. Stand up for your country. And finally, Killing the Killers. Out May 3rd. If you pre-order from us, you get a free regret your 2020 vote yet. So all of that, we have a lot of action on BillOReilly.com. We're today pestiferous, P-E-S-T-I-F-E-R-O-U-S. That's where the word pest comes from. Pestiferous. Excellent word. Quick break, back with a final thought about how I, your humble correspondent, can help you directly. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So here is the final thought of the day. As you may know, we have concierge membership in BillOReilly.com. Costs a little bit more than premium membership, but you get direct access to me. Every day, I and my staff go over the emails sent, and they're private. We don't read those emails on the air. We don't give your name to anyone. Okay? Many of the emails want me to explain conspiracy theories. I don't do that. I don't pay attention to them. So you kind of want to wasting your concierge membership asking me about once in a while I can debunk them fast. Okay. But 
I, I'm so surprised that so many people are buying these conspiracy theories. Now, the worthiness of concierge membership is when you have a problem in your life. Job, family, health, financial. I can't give you financial advice, but I can direct you. Okay? That's the worthiness. So I'm like your mentor. And I get some really complicated problems by concierge members, and I try to sort them out for you. I remember an elderly woman in Idaho who was going on a cruise, and the cruise ship flat out refused to refund her money, even though she was in the hospital. She had a health malady. We got that woman's money back. Now, I can't do that all the time, but I can do it a lot. And that's what we're in business on the concierge level to do. So I hope you check it out. You'll get a free copy of Killing the Killers or any of my other books, Killing Jesus, if you sign up, and it will help you. Thank you for watching and listening to us tonight. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.